What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. What up, what up? It's Marcus or Pink. Hey, what's up? It's Charles or Chuck. Why didn't he say what up, what up? We, were, we had a thing going. What up, what up? It's Matt or Has, and we're joined here by a very special super gamer guest. What up, Void? What up, what Who's up? The greatest? It's Void. <laughs> Your boy. <laughs> you don't have an or? What the heck? I have an or. Void well, no. or Void? No, he just said no or. All right, just one. No. Well, <laughs> off to a banger. The world's Thanks greatest gamer. Oh, you could call me that. Yeah, That's you just won. Congra- congratulations. Three. You won. Thank you. You thank are now you. the world's greatest gamer. Uh, you know, decided by Ludwig and YouTube Gaming for, you know, cool. very cool of them to have the event. And we'll definitely get into how your experiences was for the event. Obviously, you had a bunch of time to prepare and all that other stuff. And we also got Riptide and the European tournament to talk about, right, Has? Uh, what was it called? This one in Switzerland? Gaming Hotel. Okay, okay. So we definitely have some tournaments to go over, Void's experiences as well. But before we get into that, we got to shill, of course, the Patreon episode. So if you guys want to support us, the best way you can do that is through Patreon. Today's bonus segment or bonus episode that we're going to record after this uh, recording session will be our competitive experiences outside of Smash Brothers. So that's obviously inspired from Void winning the greatest gamers, so or greatest gamer like tournament. So I very I'm actually really curious to hear, and it can be like online ladders or actual tournaments and stuff like that. So really interested to see the bonus Patreon episode. Of course, we also have to shill out Watch the Throne that's coming around December 8th through 10th. We have a bunch of amazing players invited. Some players already qualified through SmashCon. The next qualifying event will be Port Priority. So really looking forward to this invitational. Make sure to follow Watch the Throne on Twitter at WTT events. And on top of that, we are working with Stride. So Stride is also going to be doing a invitational on September 30th, an online invitational with a $4,000 prize pool. And they just announced today, the day we're recording, uh, the lineup. So Tweak is going to be competing in this along with Light, Cosmos, MVD, Riddles, Sonics, Shiny Mark, and Spargo. And then there's also going to be some other ways to qualify for the event. They're going to announce that. So Make sure to follow all the socials. And if you guys want to ask us some questions, go ahead and join the Stride Discord and go ahead. And I mean, from there, you can scan the QR code. And there's also the link bit.ly backslash tweak talks QA. If you want to join the Discord through the link. And then there's a QA segment. And go ahead and ask all your questions. All right. So whew, now that all the shilling's done, I ha- caught Marcus over there yawning from the shilling. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's but, uh, it was so exciting that uh, he had to yawn. We got to pay the bills there was, around no, here. there was no saving that. Yeah, it's all good. A uh, couple of good tournaments this weekend. Gaming Hotel. I know Marcus and I watch, and Gavin actually watch as well. Yeah. Uh, and the Riptide uh, as well, which was uh, an interesting tournament, I'd say. Mudace almost getting the Triple Crown, which I was thinking, do you guys know when the last time someone got the Triple Crown in a tournament where they win squad strike uh, doubles and singles? I can't even remember the last time that happened, honestly. But he got second in squad strike mm. and then first in everything else. Um, so Mutis was god gaming over the weekend, of course. I got it at Glitch 2016. I was about to say, I, I feel like I might have done it, but it might have just been two first places. I couldn't enter uh, doubles. I'm sure there's some... Pre-event st- limit? There has to be somebody closer, but... 
I want to like, like Leo, Leo Margo probably have done it recently oh, or something like true. that. I, don't know I guess Leo. Leo's my first guess. Like, I, Leo's, actually, Leo's my first guess, guess as most recently is, is probably Spargo. Yeah, I don't even know how to look that up. Honestly, how do they? How do they do in doubles? I feel like Leo does better in doubles than Spargo. Spargo and Chag, they win like everything. Chargo, oh yeah. really? Yeah. Chargo. Oh, oh, Chargo. Mm-hmm. That's a classic. Yeah, one of those. Isn't there also team. like a pretty like under eighteen bracket at SmashCon? We counting oh. that? There's something like that, right? I don't Am I crazy? Know. Was that a smash? Was that there? I remember hearing about it. Something that restricts who can enter it. Oh, like Steve Ban tournaments? Anyway. Uh Oh, Uh, we on that? I already listened to you talk about this on my commute into work. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about rule rule sets is going to be one of the main topics for today, but we need to cover all the news before we get into that. So you guys just want to start at Riptide? Mutase one. Aaron second place, right? But uh, Mute Ace won through winners, so good job through for huh? Mute Ace, right? No, no, no Mute Ace won through losers. My bad. Yeah. Aaron won in winners, yeah, winners mm-hmm. finals. Mm. Um, hey, I I remember watching bits and pieces of the tournament. I didn't watch the whole yeah, thing. I watched, I actually guys, watched. More like I said, our editor's got a lot of work to do this week. Aaron, <laughs> I made an honest mistake. What the? Heck? I don't care. I, I'll admit that. No, it's okay. It was a pretty good tournament. I ended up catching a lot of it actually. It I feel like fun. the top eight had a good roster. For Riptide? Yeah. I think even all of day two was good. Like Apollo Kage was in losers pretty early on. Doorstop made a run. It was it was a good tournament overall. But I think like Grands well, you know what actually was kind of surprising to me is um Lima, Lima's placement was definitely way under what I expected. I thought Lima might like at the very least get third place at this tournament. I thought it was mm. a good tournament for Lima, but it is what it is. Shit happens. Yeah. Yeah, I was um, watching uh Lima versus Omega. And I, I think game one started, and I was just like, this might be the worst I've seen Lima play in a very long time. Like, mm. he's just messing up on a lot of things. And I was like, I don't know. And and it's funny because I feel like Omega was playing, like, peak, like, very well. And then I was like, Lima's not playing very well. And I was like, I can kind of already see how this is going to turn out because – there were just too many, too many things slipping by on Lima's end. But I like, I was literally thinking, like, man, Lima's ideas when they're playing are like incredible. But when the execution doesn't come through, I'm like, like your hands aren't keeping up with your brain, kind of type thing. It's it's pretty tough. That's funny because I kind of feel that way about Omega too. Because when I watch, I watch him play a good amount because I like watching uh, the locals he goes to. And his when his execution's on, he looks incredible. And it was on this weekend. He was playing really well, like really fast, really well. Um, so I'm glad he got some good results. He took a game off Aaron too in uh, winners finals, which is really mm-hmm. impressive because Aaron was playing great, and that matchup is dog shit. So I think matchup he had a great. I'm I'm glad he had a, a good tournament because I think everyone's kind of known about him for a little while, but this is definitely his like his breakout performance, I'd say. So. Really, really good Joker player. Very flashy, too, which is really fun. I'm a big fan of Aaron and a big fan of Mute, so I had a lot of cool stuff to watch this weekend. Aaron actually reversed 3-0'd Mute Ace in winner's semis. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. then Aaron had a good W over Omega in winner's finals, and then Mute uh, took the two sets in grands. Um, I don't know. I We also got an interesting set between Aaron and Zenodo. Aaron's actually particularly very good at the ditto, and I feel like it showed. Um, was that top eight qualifier? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I missed it. No. <laughs> and then uh, I also got to watch Zenodo versus Ice Knight. 
I think that matchup is really good for Diddy, but I don't see it often. Um, uh, Zenodo had to play Icy Mist in Losers, which is really tough. Like, Losers top eight. That's a hard yeah, matchup for Diddy. It's a tough one. Zenodo is, like, really good at some of the weird matchups. Like, uh, I think he's pretty good against Steve, but I also think he's very good versus Pac-Man. Uh, so I was hoping that Zenodo had something up his sleeve, but I don't think he really did. <laughs> uh and Icy Miss is also someone who's been doing really well. She beat uh, Sonics at SmashCon. Um, so I feel like Samus is just a super good character. And uh, I'm not surprised to see her go super far. But I was curious just to see how... Because Diddy Samus is tough. And I just wanted to see if there was anything I could take. And I'm sure there is if I watch it again. But yeah, two Diddies in Top 8 was fun to watch. But I also... I do like seeing me do well because... Mutex is someone I talk about the game potentially the most about like getting better and figuring things out and all that stuff. So I'm glad to see uh, some of these people do well. First thing is shout out to Aaron for uh, his recent performances because I know he can be really like hard on himself. It's something about like Diddy players and being hard on themselves. I don't really get it, but he's a hard uh, character, man. Yeah, he's pretty hard. Um, but. He's been doing very well recently, and I know I feel like when I think about Aaron and one of his like biggest flaws as a player, it's always been his mentality. Uh, and yeah. I found it super impressive that he was able to pull out a reverse 3-0. And not just a reverse 3-0 against someone who's one of the hardest people to beat in the world, but reverse 3-0 and the best against like the best clutch player. Like mute in those last hit situations feels impossible to beat. And he did mm-hmm. it three times in a row. And I was like, bro, this is your tournament. Like, you just got to not let it get to you, you know, in grands. And, yeah, he got 3-0'd in the first set. And I was really thinking to myself, man, like, if we lose this next game, it might be over, but we cannot lose game two. Like, if we lose game two and we lost five in a row, it's whatever. But if you lose that first game in the reset and then you lose the next one it's just one one it's like whatever like okay yeah. let's let's play the set but if you go down two, it's like i lost five in a row and i have to do a reverse three up it's it's tough but uh he played very well the entire weekend um very impressive play of much different style than tweak which is something that i appreciate about aaron is he doesn't like conform to the way that the like best diddy or whatever plays you know he's like I like playing my way and I'm going to do it. And he still has a lot of success. So that's something that's super cool. And I'm sure Gavin has a few things he can learn from, from him. Um, yeah. Shout out. The way Aaron to, plays. Yeah, I know it's, it's interesting. It's I very asked interesting. Him once, uh, dude, he had somebody at like kill percent and he just did a random up B, but it wasn't a killing up B. And I was like, dude, why are you just spamming backer? What are you doing? He's like, dude, this is just how my brain works, man. I don't know. And I was like, yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah. And then, like, watching him play, you just see the ways that he sees the game very obviously. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's beautiful. It's, it's Smash is a game that you can play in so many different ways, but usually people will conform to like the very specific ways to play. And I feel like Aaron is very outside of the norm, which works to his benefit, honestly. And, yeah. Yeah. I just love watching him. I think something that's, impressive about Aaron is he's actually one of the faster players with um 
like I think that's why he does pretty well versus people like Spargo and Light, regardless of like matchups or anything, because he can like keep up with like pretty much anyone. And um, uh, we talked about uh, the Peach matchup a little bit after the tournament, and yeah, that's just something I like wanted to like. Like any advice I wanted to give him would would be like to try to like bring that out of him even more. Because in some ways, for some reason, I was surprised to see him actually playing a little bit slower versus Peach than you would expect for someone who's usually like pretty fast paced. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely talk with Aaron all the time, and uh, we like we he even gave me a lot of help at uh, Terra, and sometimes like the advice would be really good, and then sometimes it would actually be good for both of us to realize that we both just do things differently. Like at one point. I was like kind of trying to force going to certain stages and certain matchups because it's what he likes and then it wouldn't work for me and I'd go somewhere else and it would be way better. So we kind of just came to conclusions that like, like what's good for both of us and what's good for us like individually, which was really cool. It's like uh, agree to disagree basically on different strategies. And it it is interesting because you guys, like it's been said, you guys, especially because I've been watching, you know, more of your sets over since we started doing the podcast more the differences in how you can play that character Diddy and like how Aaron, Aaron just sometimes he just be swinging sometimes. Like he has this, like, I don't give a fuck about him. And like, he'll just do it like all the time. You're very, very calculated. Really good. Um, Up smash. Yeah. Which he landed a couple on mute too, which were very big. Peach was in like that. No fly zone basically around Diddy. And he's like, or whatever, but it ran frame five, whatever. Someone said off beat, which is, which makes a lot of sense, and it reminds me of Zamba, who I think is like the most offbeat player I've ever seen. <laughs> like I, whenever I play against Zamba or watch Zamba play, I just can't process like his timings or his like I, I don't know how to explain it. But offbeat is a is a good start, maybe. I don't know why I'm mentioning Zamba, but Aaron and Zamba's like pacing like makes sense in my brain, maybe. It makes sense. I feel like it doesn't make sense. No, like comparing them both being off. Oh, like the closest yeah, thing yeah that makes sense. With. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, shout outs to mute for just like kind of cleaning it up. Like after outside of that one set that he lost to Aaron, nothing looked close. Like it, it no. those were some those were some brutal games. Um, mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where like you know how you go to a tournament. And you're, like, clearly f- favored to win. And you're kind of just going through the motions. And then you, mm-hmm. like, play someone. And they, like, cook you. And you're like, oh, no, nah, it's time to turn up. And then you just turn <laughs> up and you cook everybody. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. That's what it felt <laughs> like. I was like, oh, I, I, it's not that you're not trying. It's just, like, they bring something out of you that I guess you didn't feel like you needed. And then... Aside from that set, Mute did not drop a single game in top eight. Three O doorstop, three O Icymus, three O Omega, three O Aaron twice. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's three O and Icymus is pretty impressive because I feel like Peach Samus could be pretty hard. Yeah, I don't understand. It's a, it's how a fifteen O very hard actually. I thought crazy. that was the uh, tournament point. I felt like if Mute beat Icy. Yeah, there's yeah, a couple things I, like that yeah. where it kind of decides the fate of the event. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt with Lima's run too. I feel like if Lima made it like a round or two farther in winners, like Lima could have easily like just gotten straight up first place as well. Agreed. Um, yeah. 
That's how it is. Sometimes, sometimes you're like playing super well, and sometimes you're not playing well, but you're not playing well is still better than ninety percent of people. So it doesn't matter. Yep. You know, got to be able to beat people at your worst. Yep, that's, that's the end goal. When I got older, that I put a lot of focus on in Smash was like, because I I was so obsessed with like trying to chase being at like a hundred percent at a tournament, but I I kind of like reversed it when I got older and like tried to come to terms with like trying to be as good as I can like on bad days and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I was so yeah. obsessed with like what can I do to like play at my best because I knew how how good I could be at my best but yeah I, I like when I got older I realized like, it was like a, a weird thing to chase after and like the opposite would probably be more productive I know for me uh I'm not really an early waker upper so when I have to deal with like 10 a.m pools or 10 a.m round one specifically of top 32 like i have to wake up early and i always suck at my first set of the day so i had to make sure to get past that hurdle for me specifically in order to start playing well uh so that's usually like the one part of my play that i try to make the best like the first game of the day which is usually the hardest for me to play let's make that as good as possible i remember like in 2019 i had to play zaki with my Pichu and Pichu DDD, like really, really early. It was game five last hit. And I was like, you know, I wasn't playing that good, but I won the set regardless of game five last hit. I could play the rest of the day. This is it. Yeah. And those types of moments, they're just so important when it comes to competing in a tournament, you know? Yeah, for sure. 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 I'm here to talk about some fundies. All right, you want to know? All right, all right. Gaming hotel. All right, Marcus. I love... I love waking up early on a Sunday and watching some good Smash. EU, shout out to them, man. They always be doing it over there like that. Um, nice old 9 a.m. start over on the East Coast. So I was up and ready for it, as was Marcus. As was Gavin. Shout out to Gavin. West Coasters, <laughs> you can sit this one out. It's all good. Down. But, oh, that Gavin was there? Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you watch? Did you watch Gaming Hotel? Yep. All right. Anyway, so we got uh, Grand Finals, I think, is probably the, the biggest thing to focus on. Leon and Tarek. Right, uh, Siski getting third place as well. Cosmos in fourth. Shouts to Cosmos uh, and Super Semi too. Uh, great young link player. Yeah, uh, yeah, actually, young really, really good player. Yeah, definitely. So some great, some pretty good results. Top, I think not unexpected results here. Like I think this kind of jumble of the top four could have been any order, and it wouldn't be that surprising to be honest with you. From Cosmos yeah. up, um, yeah. So what do you think, Marcus? What are your main takeaways here, bro? <laughs> Okay, there were two okay. huge. Okay, okay, look, okay, there were two <laughs> huge takeaways. Um, actually, this kind of coincides with Riptide too. And one is, I think Samus is ridiculous, but I also don't think solo Samus is good enough to win super large events. And I think that all Samus players should have a secondary. Um, I've I've seen a lot of times where. Siski will pull out other characters like Incineroar or Snake or something like that. And I'm like, oh, bet, a secondary. But I do think that, or like, at least, like, they, you could probably win an event like, uh, like Gaming Hotel, right? But as far as winning like a Genesis or something like that, as a solo Samus, you probably need a secondary. I just think there's too many things. People are just pulling out random people just, you know what? I think I play Olimar today. Welp. (laughs) <laughs> Pack it up. Like it's just it's <laughs> tough, man. And I think if you you play a character like that where people can kind of just 
have one or two characters in their back pocket that'll just literally eliminate your ability to play the game, then you probably need a secondary. But Samus is a great character. Maybe one of the best counterfeit characters in the game or the best main, however you see it. But anyway, it was super sick to see Brawl Vets, Leon the oh. Goat, coming Gluto. through. Hmm? We got a Gluto dub and then a Leon dub almost back to back, which is France. insane. Wild. France looking France. powerful. France, Brawl Vets, bro. It doing it. True, true, true. Bro, did any... Okay, who actually watched that Leon comeback versus Siski? It was actually incredible i only like, saw like top three but bro it was like 250 reads in a row i'm not kidding because it's lucina so she hits you like two times for like 20 and she has to like or she like grabs you and throws you for four it was a bro like he was at like 130 starting the last stock it was in bro i don't even know how he actually clutched it out like siski couldn't get off the ledge it was it was incredible. And then I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, bro, is Leon about to win this tournament? No way. Greninja <laughs> Lucina? Ain't no way we about to win that. The yeah. amount of times, bro, just would, like, be playing the game and just stop and j- just shield a dash attack and start his advantage state. I was like, this dude's just too good. He just knows when the dash attacks are. I don't know how he knows, but he just knows when the dash attacks are coming every time. Like, it 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 was bro. I was so excited because I feel like Leon's one of those players that people kind of forget about because he doesn't go to mm-hmm. that many things. And mm-hmm. it was like good to see uh just him playing really well and like being able to take home the dub. But also oh. shout outs to Tarek for like yep. just being really consistent, not just in Europe, but also when he came to uh SmashCon recently, he did really well. So uh yep. And shout out to all of EU, really. I feel like they're just getting really strong, you know? Like, there's a lot of players from Europe where now I feel like you really have to watch out for. And there's a lot of also young players from Europe, like uh, Crepes LA and, like, Maze Beans and stuff that you really have to be thinking about when you're when you're playing, like, your brackets or planning your trips if you're ever going to go to Europe or if they're coming Even to Tarek. America. Yeah. Big, ch- big Chungus. Go. Big chunk. True. Not- yeah, true, true. Actually, true. Um, Actually, true. Mr. R had a great tweet about a great tweet about EU's come up recently. Uh, he had a great tweet, as Mr. R does. You know, obviously yeah. saying I was gonna. He thinks, no, I thought you were gonna say something that was exactly what I was gonna say about because it does start with ramen, so that freaked me out for a second. But go ahead. Now I'm interested. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Gavin? Well, he said ramen, and I was going to freak out because I was going to start my what I wanted to say about Gaming Hotel with ramen made a tweet recently about like, oh, who's the most overrated character and who's the most underrated oh. character? Also, that one, Rent is due, uh, apparently, for ramen. Yeah, Rent is due. That one's good, too, though, which we can cover. But he was saying this is the closest EU has been in terms of skill gap to the rest of, uh, like, as, as a whole community. Because obviously... Uh, obviously in melee there were some hitters uh, from the EU but in terms of like a whole community catching up to like other entire scenes he said this is the closest it's ever been which is really really mm-hmm. cool uh, and a great thing to think about we I mean hey we've talked about that for a hundred episodes 100 plus episodes at this point is how great the EU is and how and not not just their players their tos their scene obviously I think they have the best scene period in terms of cheering in terms of like a live crowd and all that stuff they're just ridiculous uh, 
there's so much passion there. It's not surprising that this is starting to happen. There's so many good players and so many good opportunities for them uh, to grow. So, yeah, shout out to EU, man, as always. Shout out to, and through that, too, talking about how challenging it is to stay on top, Leon taking it down. I love that. And he had to beat Tarek, who is one of those, I don't even want to say up-and-comers because he's been around for a while and doing really well. And his character pool is disgusting. Like, there's no fun fighting against that guy. Like, all right, you, you do well against Greninja, Kazuya. You know what I mean? Like, I love that I character it's pool. fun. I do too. It's it's very unique. Um, you don't see Greninja a lot, and then the fact that his secondary is Kazuya, you never see. He's the only one doing that that I can even come close to thinking of. Um, so shout Maybe out to Terry, man. Does does Chrom oh, just beat Kazuya or something? Does Chrom? Does Chrom just beat Kazuya or something? Because Leon keeps doing this, where like he beat Riddles with Chrom at Genesis, and mm. he went Chrom against Terry when he went Kazuya. It's- his one big weakness Maybe? is not something that Kazuya is amazing at. Because what do you forward air or neutral air? I guess is what you go out off stage. Dude, by. I think everyone can edge guard Chrome. I do too. Because yeah. like, <laughs> Ken's a little mad. Like Ken's really good at it, but Kazuya is so slow in the air. Is the thing. Like, I bet you could probably stuff. armor. You could do the armored grab on Chrome's oh, recovery God. on the way up. <laughs> oh, and you just end him. Yeah. Okay, but so well, I any of your other armored moves that spike or do whatever. <laughs> oh. Dude, yeah, it's true. Wait, take a pick. Think of the the command grab too for Kazuya. Oops, yeesh. Yeah. So Oops. Robin made this tweet about like pick a character for most overrated and a character for most underrated, and I was looking through it and all that, and you know, my pick for overrated was actually going to be Greninja, and my pick oh. for underrated was going to be Lucario. Of course. Um, and. But watching Tarek play, it's like, like he's just really solid. His game plan is really solid. He he gets a lot of damage on his hits, and like, mm-hmm. um, like th- there's something to be appreciated for sure. And I I thought he played really well, along with Leon winning the event, of course. But yeah, I was I was curious what y'all thought about my picks, and also what yours would be as well. But I mean, yeah. underrated is one of those weird things where, like, I can't flame you for San Lucario. Like, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to flame you. That's but... a good opinion. No, no, no. I think that's a good opinion. <laughs> I, I think it's hard to have a, like, bad opinion for an underrated character unless you say something like Steve. Sonic or, yeah, like, see, you know. But... I'm going to say Fox. <laughs> Game & Watch. Huh? Fox? Like, I think what, Fox underrated? underrated? Underrated. Fox is ridiculously overpowered. Yes. He's excellent. very overpowered. I think, I think Light good sucks. Choice. I think Light sucks. He does. He's really bad. Yeah. I'm actually like, I always get very upset at the way Light plays. So I'm going to say Fox. If Light was better, people would see what I see, but they don't. So I'm going to blame Light. We were just on his podcast, but we were trying to get invited back. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> I thought hey you were going to say Aegis. I got I connections. I was so sure you were going to say Aegis. No, I think Aegis is overrated. I also really? think Joker is overrated. You do think Joker's overrated. Yeah. You do think Joker's I think Where in tournament, there are a lot, there's a lot easier win conditions to fight these characters mm-hmm. that makes it to where they're not as consistent as people want them to be. And it only starts getting exploited the higher up you go. But I feel like people are like, oh, but these characters are so good on stage. It's like, no, 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 no. When you put them off stage, like you put Arsene Joker off stage, it actually matters. I've, you, I've complained about this on one of these podcasts. The last time I was on, probably. True. But like, it's, it's a lot easier to defeat these characters even though they have very solid strengths so that's uh that's where my overrated opinion comes from don't you also think that like every age sucks though 
A little bit, but that's a different conversation. <laughs> I don't think it is. Let it rip, boy. No, no, it's just uh dude, the amount of the amount of times I see pirate swap pirate stocks nowadays, I'm like, dude, just kill people with Mithra. What are you doing? Kill people with Mithra. I Play agree. Mithra. I actually I, I agree. like dude, like it shouldn't it shouldn't be twenty twenty three and I don't see lightning buster kill confirms. People are still trying to just do typical Pyra layer one ledge trap because that's all Pyra can do. Layer one, did it work? I get a kill. Did it not work? Okay, we're in neutral and I'm Pyra. Mithra has three layers on that one layer to try to figure out what to do. Like, yeah. I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. Okay, but if they hit, then they're dead. Exactly. Every Dude, is this just... I don't... Maybe it's a Smash thing. Maybe it's a gamer thing. I don't know. I hate the if it hits. The, the I, I end agree. goal is not the justification. I agree with everything. But. Yeah. Oh, but dude, if it you hits. know what? You know what's crazy, though? You know what that makes me think of? That exact scenario is when Nao was playing against Akola in that lasted scenario. The like, Smash? Smash. And the yeah. only thing, I was on commentary and I was literally dumbfounded because that was one of the first times I actually didn't know what to say. Because I couldn't believe what I what I had just seen, because it was so it was hard to see because it was so sad. Because obviously everyone wanted Nao to do well. It's like a, a huge you know moment for that player. But at the same time, like that's the decision that they lost on, and it's like, dude, this just this sucks so bad. I don't even know what to say. So I said, but if it hit though, because it's like, yeah, that would have been <laughs> like, that would have been fucking amazing. It would have been super. Like, not only did you win, but that is a crazy. You waited a while to say that because I well, remember that exact moment. You and Dan had your heads down on the table, like, looking to the left. I'm like, I I have to take this, and then like, there's like, you can listen to the comms. There's like a yeah. there's like a second of silence as I'm looking to my left. Both of them head down on the table, and I was like. And a cola win. I did. Yay. I truly. It, I like, wasn't it trying was to pass so the buck. Fucking awkward, dude. <laughs> I wasn't trying to pass the buck to Chuck. I just like truly didn't know what the fuck to say. Like I didn't know what to do. And then that was it. That's all I could come up with. I'm like, but like, all right. There's like another reality where that hit, and we're flipping this table over. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't know, dude. But I don't know. It's like a, a live or die thing. It's a. Mm -hmm. It's like a. I, a style for, for thing me, or like a mentality thing it's like it's like the Aaron conversation we were just having right in that situation the way i viewed is like you worked so hard to get this scenario and you yeah, played and like, so patient flip the you, coin bro uh, flip it yeah and then you went flip for it. a fucking 50 50 <laughs> like what the fuck like you like finally it. got steve has no iron no block you can literally just abuse Steve. You can spam Fuck back. Fuck it, we ball forward smash. Reverse <laughs> up there. Like you can do all these retreating things that Steve literally can't do shit. But fuck it, we're put. I, to be fair, that forward smash covered pretty yeah. much everything but roll. But like, still, man. They were rolling around a lot. I remember yeah, watching it. No, but Cole and in cross up roll, he conditioned him to think he would do like a roll backwards. Or but I feel like even a multi hit like, F smash hits cross up roll. No, if he starts shielding it. Right, if he no, missed well, cross the roll, up, he cross up rolled and he went through him. But if yeah. he missed times the roll, there you know? we go. Right, but a cola hit, hit very though. well. Time. If it hit though, if it hit, a cola did a it's very well like, cross up roll. You know, he's, he probably hasn't been in that situation on that grand stage enough. It's that. It's I, young, I'm just well, that's like the biggest stage. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Mm -hmm. anyone to get there. I know. The forward smash wasn't bad. It covered a lot of options. It was in hindsight. Crazy. It was bad. 
In yeah. hindsight, it was yeah. That's not cool, but if in hindsight, though, it didn't work. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Oh, I will say that force match was not a bad force. That's match. a good phrasing. In hindsight, it didn't work. I'm stealing. In hindsight, that. it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah, my. Thank I you, don't think you. that was a bad force match. Was it a risky one? Yes, it was a risky one. You know what that reminds me of, which is way off topic, but basketball Excellent. fans, y'all remember that Jimmy Butler three in the playoffs, and everybody yeah. was like, "Bro, that was the worst shot ever," and I was like. But it really it wasn't. wasn't. It wasn't. It the wasn't. craziest thing is I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I don't watch shot. basketball. Do you think Do you think someone other than Jimmy should have shot it? Hell fucking no. Of course not. They're like, bro, you should just take you and t- I'm like, what you mean tie it up? That man is gassed. He is, he's mm-hmm. been carrying that team for 80 games. He's tired. <laughs> if he made that shot, if, if he made it, just like if it hit. Yeah. Hey, sending him home. There's so many different universes out there of things hitting or not. It's crazy to think about that. Mm-hmm. If it wild. hit the universe. Yeah. If it hit the, yeah, exactly. There's seven. <laughs> that sounds million hella odd. lit. Yeah. yeah. If it, hit, if though, if it, hit, it if sounds like a cool hit, series. If it hit in though, the universe. If it hit yeah. though. <laughs> it's like yeah. if combo videos actually get to end instead yeah. of cutting the clip. Yeah, cutting the clip. <laughs> if it hit yeah, though. Yeah, if it hit though. Yeah. Think about it, man. Like the what if of uh, our universe. Damn, yeah. dude. Yes. Yeah, Jesus. So bring it. I don't even know how we got here, but bring it all the way back. Gaming Hotel was lit. Shout out to Fundy. <laughs> Shout out to Lucina. Shout out to Aaron. A lot of oh, vanilla characters. Overrated, well underrated. Oh, I, I actually oh, yeah, have my you answer. guys. My you underrated. Go ahead, go ahead, Charles. I have, my, I have my overrated. I don't have my underrated yet. My underrated is Marth. My overrated is. What? Kazuya. I think Kazuya is overrated. I think he's totally rated at this point since Riddles isn't playing him anymore. I don't think anyone gives a shit about Kazuya anymore. I think that's a solid answer. No, I I give a shit about Kazuya. (laughs) I do. In what game? In this game. True, in Tekken 8. I don't play Tekken. Not yet. yet, (laughs) Do do I think Kazuya is horrible character design for competitive Smash? Yes. Absolutely absolutely. not. No, he's awesome. He's awesome. Kazuya's great. We love combos. But combos I will accept the fact that this game wasn't meant, like, it wasn't created for competition. So things like Kazuya and Steve squeak by, yes. That's the reality we live in. I can accept it. Mars really but I do think he's underrated. Zero suit is overrated. We're huh? not talking about. She's pretty bad right now, in that my opinion. Sucks. In the current Zero meta, suit? she's pretty yeah. bad. Zero suit? I don't think yeah. she was ever that good. I think. I think oh, I think she's pretty Whoa. good. I think she's oh, rated fine. Like, she's like what, a high tier right character? Now. She's like a high tier character, whatever. Yeah, dude. Okay, okay. No, I, I have this theory. I don't care about zero Wait, I have a go theory. Ahead, boy, go ahead. All right, I've been saying this lately. Uh, top top one to ten is top tier or broken, right? Eleven to twenty. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, Fucking sure. better not. Okay, eleven to twenty is pretty <laughs> shit or like pretty bad. Oh well, not that. And then twenty one to thirty is high tier. <laughs> Agreed. That's usually or like twenty one to thirty is like pretty good, you know. But eleven to twenty is pretty shit, and then whatever the next tier is, like thirty one forty, yeah, they're high tier, which is pretty bad. Dude, it's pretty bad. But I feel like people just use those phrasings for the brackets. But specifically, everybody hates on their character if it's eleven to twenty, and then like we give a lot of credit to twenty one to thirties or like thirty one to forties. I know what you're saying. I feel like Zero yeah. Suit is high tier. She's she's pretty good right now, but that's pretty bad. Yeah, overall, yeah, I think a big, such a big part of that is how balanced Ultimate is, though. You know what I mean? Like, there's <laughs> the tears are the tears are closer than they've ever been, bro. It's crazy. 
There's zero overall disagree. overall roster wise, absolutely. Yes. 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 All right. Overrated, underrated, Marcus. Cannon okay. did make top eight. This true. Cannon did make top eight. Oh, there it is. Underrated. Again. Oh no. Um, <laughs> what the no. fuck? He did top eight recently. Shout yeah, out to Major. Yeah. Um well, I was gonna say Marth, but I can't say Marth, so my underrated would be you can copy my answer. That's right. I agree with Marth. Copy too. your an- That's correct. Anyway, yeah. um Hey Smash University has a Marth video. Yeah, hey, that's what maybe that's what really opened my eyes. And then I just started watching Ignace combo videos and I was like, bro. Who do you think we did? I had a Marth phase. Marth is underrated. Agreed. People don't get it. Marth is better than Lucina. But anyway, this is very unimportant. Might agree. Underrated. Dude, Lucina kills you at the same percent, <laughs> if not later, than Marth does. It's so stupid. Like, like the average kill percent for Lucina is like 150 to 160. And it's like, I hate when people's arguments like, yeah, man, Marth kills so much later than Lucina. I'm like, no. Marth is not, so ultra not really. Marth is cheap. Like, I watched, I literally just watched <laughs> that gaming hotel tournament. Everybody was dying at 160, and I was like, yep. yeah, to, to like side B. <laughs> yeah, like, what, like, what, what, anyway, or they'd be like, Marth's less, uh, Lucina's like, uh, more safe on shield than Marth's sour spots. And I'm like, Marth can't kill. Dude, dude, that's not even true. Like, you can literally go look it up. Anyway, Meta bad Knight. player podcast. Meta Knight, Meta Knight, Meta Knight. I haven't said anything Meta about Marth. Meta Knight's, Meta Knight's Meta Knight. what? Underrated. Yeah, Meta Knight's underrated. Ooh, good. I, good kind, I kind of agree. Yeah. Um, I got. Go ahead. And then overrated, Roy. I, yep. Ooh, agreed. All right, I'm out. I don't agree. <laughs> Dude, Roy I is so fucking broken. I will do that, Tyler. I will. Roy is so broken. I play what Sheik. I'm not a part of this conversation. Sheik is the best character. No, no, no. I think Sheik Roy is ridiculously free so i'll never understand roy's true strength just don't even get like he broken roy is whatever <laughs> has a struggling help i'm good i was sorry Who's... i was typing to mars uh am i doing mine now <laughs> yeah yeah okay overrated i have two of them and for the same fucking reason yoshi and ice climbers overrated one player's carrying them they both have very dog shit matchups and we're already seeing them fall off on results when they run into those bad matchups and don't have a secondary. Those are two characters that very badly need secondary. Solid answer. Thank you. And then my overrated... I had one. Shit. Where'd he go? You mean underrated? Or underrated. Sorry, underrated. Underrated. Dude, I was going to say Meta Knight. That's funny that you actually said him too because I played against... Um, uh, what the hell's wrong with me today? My Meta Knight. Yeah, I played no not <laughs> Kevin's Meta Knight. What the slipping Jimmy Meta Knight? I said underrated, not overrated, Jim. <laughs> uh oh dude. Oh, Corin, I feel like is so underrated still. Like at this oh. point, I think the results are there for it. That's who I was looking for. Because really? I usually I couldn't find Corin because I always think of Corin as girl Corin, but I was looking at the character select screen and it's guy Corin, obviously. So Corin is my answer, a thousand percent. Great, great, solid sortie. Buffs the recovery, save that character. All good. I thought you were going to say great answer mm-hmm. to yourself. <laughs> That's a true, I'm just, true. I'm just thinking it really hard. Yeah, true. He's truing himself again. True. true. Always be truing himself. I do. Well, if I don't do it, no one will, so it's all good. I like uh, your opinions. Oh, thanks. 
I thought good. everyone's opinions made sense. I I think everyone's opinion here is dog shit. So we can oh. move on to the next topic. And oh, the next topic is shows Meta Knight. That's why. Sorry, that's my guy's show. show dude, shows Meta Knight. So good, dude. So good. Oh yeah. So yeah, show's been great player. Been... Love show. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Chuck. All right, so we're gonna transition to rule sets. I want to talk about rule sets, and we don't. I don't even want to talk. Okay, there's a a big reason why I want to have this <laughs> discussion. Okay, oh, no. because I feel like the newer generation of Smash players have no fucking idea when it comes to talking about rule sets, and I don't even want to have you have the same opinion as me. I just want people <laughs> to understand the concepts of of rule sets and what they do, and I think it's very important as we could have a new Smash game coming out, and I just want the general community to be, to be more informed about rule sets in general, the pros, the cons of specific things. I'm not trying to push a specific rule set. I just want people to be more knowledgeable of what like changing the timer will do and things like that. Even like counterpicking, having certain stages as counterpicks, having X amount of starters, yada, 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 right? And we won't even, like, we don't even have to get into the whole Steve Van thing. I just, the main thing I want to talk about is the timer. That's what I want to talk hey, about. Oh, no. The timer's very simple. The more this time is you there guys is, brought me on, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Go. You on. know, I ban I banned these conversations in my chat yeah. because I get so Not today. I I said it, it to Chuck last week. Day. I <laughs> there's there's true really like logic this. and math behind the the true answer though. Okay, wait. Let me scream real quick. <laughs> <laughs> screaming ah! screaming right. into the. Anyway. Uh. So longer timer equals what is Wait, that equal chat? There's a ground More rule. Camping. There's a ground rule that we must establish. Okay, timeouts are not bad. If you see the word timeout on your Agreed. screen, that is not a I bad. I mean, if I'm like five years old, timeout is pretty bad. Context? No, I don't want to be in timeout. Well, okay. If you are creating a external wall, bro. If you are creating a rule set where you think timeout is inherently bad, then it's already all like all messed up it's terrible you have to consider you have to have a neutral stance on what a timeout is before you talk about the timer yes if you yeah. are doing things because you think timeouts are good or bad then it gets really finicky in my opinion mm -hmm. yes you're not even Sponsor. discussing what it means for the rule set you're you're trying to have a discussion of i like timeouts yeah. I do not like timeouts. We are not trying that to out figure context, out who the fuck likes and doesn't like timeouts. We are trying to make a competitive rule set. So please, that is like foundation step one. I don't give a fuck if you like okay. timeouts. I don't give a fuck if you don't like timeouts. We're not trying to discuss that. We're trying to select the time that makes sense for competitors. Because right now, I personally think it's too long. And the main reason, and here's this is something that everyone must understand. If you increase the timer, that will not that will not motivate people to not go for timeouts at top level play. I don't care if you, a mid level player or a high level player or a low level player, are like, well, if the if there's more time, I'm not gonna I'm not talking about that level of play. I'm talking about <laughs> the top level play where people fight for their fucking lives. They're gonna use every resource that they have available because they're trying to win the game. They will use every single second to do so. That is reality. That is fact. Okay? So when you're having this discussion, you must think like that. You must think at the highest level of play where players utilize every single resources possible to win the game. That is the so, context in which we're talking about. That I'm going to play 
devil's advocate oh, no. because you. I think I have to. This is also just how my brain works. I'm on your side, but Charles, <laughs> I think you're mafia. What about the viewers? <laughs> okay, so we will. Okay, so if here's the viewer part, right? Let's increase the time so there's less timeouts. Wait a minute. Players are going to utilize every single second they have. There's still timeouts. <laughs> and there's still timeouts. There's, They're not going to change the amount of timeouts at top-level play because these players are fucking ruthless. They will camp you until the time goes to zero. I'm being dead serious. They will do it because they're trying to win. That's how you win the game. Right? So then let's get rid of the timer. That way there are Charles, no timeouts. Exactly, Charles. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's the option that most well, Smash players want. Music can kill that dream when he tries. No, to no, 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 no. It's been so long that's that what... people forgot about it. So now we're back to removing the timer. We it's uh, here. It's kind of not rule set related, but ranking related. And I saw people discussing that player entrance should determine <clears throat> oh, the tier of like a major. And I was like, bro, we already went through this. Like yeah. this, that was that was a thing before. It, it I was in Charles mode last night when I read that. Next. I read that. that was a mode, bro. I went off. Okay. I just read it. I was like, like yeah, oh, I remember this. What the fuck are we doing yeah. as a society? Like, I don't understand. What's happening? Like, I like I saw like the, like the downfall of mankind. Basically, it was happening before my eyes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "There's no way this isn't happening." Damn. Anyways, oh. no devil advocate. I agree with Charles. Uh, Timer at the top level of play is really the main part where it matters. I say even high level of play, it starts to become more uh, prevalent, but not as big of an issue at the top level because at the top level, winning is ultimately the end goal, right? At high level, I feel like people can't set aside their ego as much as top level players can. You know, like, dude, even I'll time people out and I, I hate running away. But, dude, I, I also hate losing a dumb shit. So I hate I hate that more. You dude, know? sometimes, too, what I will say about timeouts, typically not the case, but sometimes, bro, they're the most exciting. Like, obviously, it sucks yeah. to wait that long to get like wait seven, eight minutes for one game to end. But if it really mm-hmm. comes down to like a last hit scenario, like think of Amsa's run at the big house. Like there's some legendary timeouts that have happened. So I don't think that's necessary. It's all context, right? Like, what's a timeout mean? Is it 99 seconds or is it 45 minutes per game? You know, so <laughs> it's all it's all what you mean. And that's why. Oh, good. Go ahead, Charles. No. Oh, good. So when there is the when there's less time on the clock, the timer forces interaction. So if you guys don't know this story, 64 does not have a timer. Smash Bros. 64, you can't have a timer in it. Mewtwo King used to compete. And I think there was also another player, like Superboom fan. I, I don't know the exact players, but I know Muta King used to not have the lead and not approach because he was like, well, there's no timer, so I'm not going to approach, which means since there was no timer, if someone really wanted to be that try-hard, they're going to camp even if they don't have the lead. The timer forces interaction. The timer, because you only... The timer is a resource for the person that does not have the lead. So if you are losing, that is your resource. You only have that much amount of time to either get back into the lead or to win the game right so wouldn't that be the winner's resource because then they have it well it, it's a re- well i mean either way you look at it at, at the end of the day my main point is the timer forces interactions i don't care yes. it's both players resources i'm sure to whatever Aven- initially 
so I've been talking about this a little more on stream as much as I hate it. The way I like to phrase it is let's call it the danger zone, right? Like, you know, in Mario, you get to a certain time and the music changes. It's like, oh, hey, danger, right? Danger. Things are happening. So until the timer reaches the danger zone, the timer is a tool for the loser. The loser can use as much of the time as possible until it hits around the danger part. Then it's like, oh, wait, now it matters. Now the yeah. winner can use the clock to win the game. And I think ultimately it's a tool for both parties. Uh, but when it comes to a winning condition, ultimately, like if the game reaches a standstill, it will be a tool for the winners. Um, but when it comes to rule sets, it really determines how long does it take to get to the danger zone, you know? Yeah. And when we look at previous games, I always want to break things down by minutes per stock. Okay. So in Smash 4, we had a six minute timer with two stocks, right? Was that is that correct? I'm yeah. pretty sure that was. I it. don't even remember. Yeah. It was yeah. six so minutes. So I think it's seven, right? Some terms seven, it's seven. Yeah. Some terms yeah. it's yeah, seven. You know, it hasn't been universal ever. I think typically six or seven. I think Europe did seven for some reason. Well, but think, think about three. how ridiculous that is. Like oh, we yeah, are playing. We are playing three to three and a half minutes per stock. You look at a Street Fighter round; they have ninety-nine seconds. And I know a stock is not exactly one to one as a round. But I, I think that's like a general good place to put it. Like a minute and a half per stock sounds bearable to me as one, a competitor, and two, as a viewer, right? A minute and a half per stock. That sounds pretty fair to me. Two is like you're kind of pushing it. But Jesus Christ, three minutes <laughs> a stock? Like that's ridiculous. That is crazy. So because you know at the, at the end of the day at top level play, the, the winner is generally going to camp and not – really give the openings and the danger zone to me is when there's a minute left in the clock now people are always bitch about like oh well i don't want to see timeout like time to me if if a match goes down to one minute less on the clock that's essentially the same shit yep. that's essentially a fucking timeout you you guys play for what six minutes plus i say that very often i say it all the time i always well, say like okay that was a timeout that was pretty much a timeout yeah. so mm. but guess why it ended within the last minute because that's the danger zone. interactions. Yeah. Yes. Because yep. that's when the interactions get forced. So we can just make it get to that time zone faster. We have that. We have that power. Like, we what's your have, recommendation, Charles, for a time? I I wanted five. I know that's a huge change, and that's never going to happen. I, I would say even two. I, I'm two. I know. I know. I won't seconds. even get six. What a rock! Ninety-nine I seconds. I agree maybe. with five. I agree. But I, I think we should experiment five, with six. First, yeah, the fact that that has not happened yet is very disappointing. And it's never going to, to happen. I think if you're gonna do it, it's never gonna happen. Do it, go five, just do it. I don't know. You want data, you want to see what's gonna happen? Do was it. that was that brawl? Was that max? One minute, one minute, one yeah. I like that rule set. That joint was lit personally. Is I like that. Rule That's set. a seven. So yeah. Someone say yeah. the rules for chatters who were not born yet. <laughs> um i'll try i don't remember perfectly but it was one stock uh i think it was it was I'll either a minute or one, two minutes i think it was two minutes been two minutes because one, one minute felt one. a little too fast so it was one stock two minutes uh best of seven so that way you know if you happen to lose a lead you can refresh it back to zero zero a lot quicker 
the games itself are a lot quicker because you just you have a minute for, for two stocks. I think Brawl was three minutes or three stocks, eight minutes. Yes. So you lowered the average stock time and you made it reset back to zero, zero a lot more frequently. So you didn't have to worry about, um, I guess, like potentially like really long matches. People had to force interactions every stock, not force interactions every game, but every stock eventually you had to force an interaction. Yeah, because timeouts were prevalent in that game. Because I will, yeah, I will say, I that game needed an extreme response. Yeah, when I'm playing ultimate, um, I actually use the clock a lot to um, help me decide how I want to play and whatnot, and what I personally think is going on throughout the game. I'm really big on the on using the timer to help judge my pacing and everything, and it just tells me a lot about what I want to do moving forward. And I have little indicators like the, like that tells me like if a game is like particularly slow or fast. Like usually, if, if the first stock is taken in some way, and it's been a minute and a half or longer, I consider that a slow game. Like if the if the clock's at five thirty and the first stock has been lost, whether it's it's me in a a, a deficit or winning, that's usually where I decide that I'm playing the clock out like possibly more than I would have otherwise from that point on. Um, I'm kind of just speaking and like saying how I, how I play with the clock, but I don't know how valuable that information is to it when, when it comes to changing the rule set. But yeah, when, when the first stock is lost, if I feel like it's been in a, a minute and a half or longer, I, I decide that this is a defensive match and it's going to be even slower from here on out. Golly. Yeah, yeah so we decided our timeout with five and a half minutes. Yeah, left. I do. I do. <laughs> Bro, yeah. the, the one thing too about changing stock and timer counts is you got to, it's like a squad strike. It affects like Wario, like Lucario. I don't know, man. Like yeah. there's a I lot of ripples. Sephiroth, you know, I don't know, Joker. man. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. God. I just, yeah. I just feel like being in a world where the stock per time is like over two and a half or like that that's so ridiculous to me over two and a half minutes per stock is the our current rule set no no a little less right wait two little less little less little less so like what two minutes 15 20 220 220 per stock is quite a lot and considering we have three of them that's a lot of time that's also (laughs) a lot of one like certain top eights can take forever because of that right so even just scheduling for to's and just running the actual tournament that's not good player stamina dude that like players are already playing for like three days waiting a super long time then playing then waiting a super long time then playing and then the actual play time is longer and then on top of that the spectating like we said timeouts is not a good or a bad thing actually it gets very exciting when you get to that those final moments but just take out the fucking fluff in between (laughs) <laughs> like take out the take out the the two players standing on the other ends being like I am winning I will not approach then the other guy is like well I still have time I will not approach and then it's like okay we're gonna do this until there's a minute left then you will approach oh shit I am player losing one minute left yeah I will approach but I had to test your patience first just to make sure I will that you always really test their win. patience bro yes, I will always test why their patience you? I'll approach no, I got the solution this covers all the bases alright competitors you got me viewers commentators this covers the TOs this covers everything if a match 
It's too campy. Chat can vote and fast forward to the last minute, and it just changes the timer instantly. <laughs> now you're in the last minute. This is what I want. I want this to that happen. So stop, stop but, but we could also just night. vote for a shorter timer. Whoa! No, no, because no, other matches, we don't need it every match. That's the thing. And we get chat interaction brought into this. Perfect. You know what? Exactly, dude. Exactly. I like, well, I like how discussion. you think, Kaz. I like how, you know? We already prefaced this by saying timeouts are not inherently bad and we started talking about this and look at every twitch chat comment that in voids chat is yeah chat come on guys they're saying hey if it's a lower timer there's more timeouts it's like that's the conversation's already ruined with that okay i need people people to understand this okay if you play a match from seven minutes to two minutes left that is the same as playing a match from five <laughs> minutes to zero minutes left. Yeah, bring it back. I'm going to confuse the chat. Stop. It is the same. Just, they are both five minutes. I I don't mean to be rude to my chat. Yeah, but I'm if, not trying to be if rude. If the shoe either. fits, you wear it, okay? If you think timeouts are bad, I'm just going to assume that you are losing for most of the match. I'm going to assume you're a loser. You're the loser in this situation, okay? Because the timeout being shorter is only a worse thing for the person losing the match. All right? So I'm not trying to be rude. But if you're a winner, then this would help you and this would be a beneficial conversation for you. But if you think timeouts are bad, then I assume you're the loser and you want to use six minutes until you get to the danger zone. That's just how I feel. How many losers are in the chat? Come on, guys. Let me know if you're a loser. Press one, I'm yeah. Here. Press one if you're losing. It's kind, of, it's kind of a bad way to phrase it, but ultimately, the timer being shorter will benefit the person who takes the earlier lead. That is the whole point, you know. Someone strides is asking, "Am I a scrub if I ignore the timer most of the time?" Not necessarily, but it is a very you're... amazing resource to tell you how the match is going and how you could how you could win moving forward. With the current rule set, you don't have to pay attention to the timer. You shit so you're not a scrub. The TOs are. <laughs> yeah, I, I I, honestly don't think we'll ever get to change the rule set now. It's too set in stone. It but is, I just, I wanted to have this conversation specifically about the timer just mm. to get the gears turning. And I, I want more people to be more just like generally informed at how the timer affects the game. And I don't think what, it's too late. Yeah, yeah. That is ultimately the end goal. That is the end goal. I don't think it's too late either. It just takes one TO. One TO's got to do it, and then people got to go to the tournament. So the power is always the power is always there. It's never too late. The only thing that yeah, makes it has it on the tournament. Yep. And that was it. Wait. It, it was one TO has. It takes a lot more. What no, was it that? does. Invitational with the highest level of talent at the time. That's an invitational. It's different. You can't, no, you can't sign up for if, if, yes, it. If, is. Summit, if Summit had a we six minute timer, it, by the way, we all ignored it. We didn't. Play yeah, no, it. none of the players picked it. We just played on the course. Six minute timer is a lot different. Yeah, six minute timer is a lot different. Well, the timer is the timer you're forcing the players to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a stage list, but yeah. Dude, if I showed up to invitational, I'm slamming everyone with hazards on. You guys are lucky I couldn't show up. Yeah. We just played on everyone. No, we're not. It would have been yeah. great to have you. I know. But yeah, I mean that. I, I don't know if you guys want to talk about other rule set stuff. I mean, we can kind of bridge into like the Steve Ban slash rankings. I know that's like a pretty. Uh, hot topic. I think. Can we get a universal? I can or what? go off on that's a tangent. Impossible. 
Uh, I personally think character first should have happened in Smash 4. I think it, the fact that it took so long to happen is problematic. Um, I still think the current, if, if it's stage first, it benefits multi-mains, which everybody's like, oh my god, they took the time to learn multiple characters. They should be rewarded. <laughs> well, you play multiple characters. You're literally rewarded by playing multiple characters. <laughs> why, does, why does the rule set also have to reward you, you know? Yeah. Um, albeit, like, some tournaments have been trying it out lately. I think it's pretty cool. I thought it was kind of messed up that I couldn't just counterpick people with Fox when they take me to a Fox stage. I was like, wow, that's rude. I have to let you know I'm playing Fox and then I get counterpicked? That's kind of messed up. But I think that's just a difference in the times, you know? Um, it's always been stage first and then character. But personally, I just haven't really agreed with that. I think in Smash 4, taking somebody to Triplats and having to fight their pocket Mario or pocket Zero Suit, so on, <laughs> or like taking someone to town and they pick Donkey Kong. You know, there, there's a lot of really messed up situations where it doesn't benefit the guy counterpicking, where you're literally counterpicking yourself. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's been, in my opinion, an archaic rule set, something that was set in stone that people haven't really challenged. For many years um so i i guess i'd like to hear you guys opinions on that i uh the biggest thing for me is this game is my job and every <laughs> tournament i go to the the job has different rules oh that's a, yeah, yeah that's the hardest thing for me it's like at this point i don't care what we do as long as every tournament does the same thing yeah. so, I, so i can finally feel like i can be ready for the job um bro i when i went to terra holy shit what the fuck i had no idea i genuinely had no idea that yoshi's was legal and that there was no starters or counter picks it was just yoshi's all there was legal yoshi's was legal and there's no like starters the or counter picks. it's just it's not even about the rule set being good or bad i think it was fine but i just every tournament is so different like yeah. It's It'd terrifying. be a lot more fine if every tournament had Yoshi's legal. Or even just every tournament in America having the same rule set. Yeah, you know? something like that. EU something has like it. That. That's what you played under. Is the EU the standard whatever. Oh, yeah, really? Their unified, their unified rule set. I'm telling you. W, it's w, not too, w. Bro, it's not Let's too late. That brawl, that brawl change for stocks happened way late in Brawl's lifespan. It's not too late, bro. Yeah. It's not. Only The only thing that's going to stop it is people saying it's too late and no one wanting to try it. Or Dude. not supporting tournaments that do it. Dude, I think I think Twitter's strength of opinion on rule sets is kind of messed up. I don't yeah. want to listen to Twitter when it comes to deciding what's tournament legal or not. Yeah. And I feel like it matters so should, much. We should do it and watch the throne, and it's an incentive, and you get to vote for every rule. And the more you, yep, we go. What? <laughs> yep, I agree. I think I've mentioned this on the show before, but one of the scary <laughs> things is how backwards the community is a lot of the time. Like. Why are we doing rankings? We don't have rules. <laughs> how how is there rankings for Smash if they're if we're not playing the same game at tournaments? Dude, I don't. I will. That? I will never understand that. Did how you see the outrage I made on Twitter. How is there rankings for this game? How? Yeah. I think I think there's a degree of rule set changes because we've just had them for so long, like DSR versus MDSR, one more stage or one less stage, so on and so forth. Uh, but I do think ultimately, like when it comes to the majors, at least 
it should be the same rules how are yeah. it's 2023 I, yeah <laughs> Dude. well that's why it's nice to have a circuit that has I mean, all the same rules yeah, bro i eight don't care years. if it's items at this point i want every tournament to have the same rules uh, so i know what i'm getting into almost three thousand days and we don't have a unified rule set what is so this figuring out, is this a uh, joke or a job it's both yes <laughs> Hurry up, put on the claw nose, Gavin. Put it on. Those often intersect. We're getting existential. That's not legal. What is real? What is real? What is happening? We're getting different dimension right now. Talk about the, yeah. We're going crypto chat. Also, if you lose, your ranking is going down. Oh, yeah, your main, it's banned. Like, no, I'm not being that serious. Like, what the fuck is happening right now? I think it's crazy because I remember talking in the kitchen with Void about it, about the whole Steve Ban thing. I'm like, dude, wait a minute. So it's just the same? And then Void was like, yeah, but if you're a Steve man, it doesn't count against you. And I was like, wait, that makes sense. What? I, mean, I, I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Oh, wait, 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 wait. How does, wait, 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 Like, I don't know. It's, it's really fucking weird that a rule can be so drastic and it's still counted towards the same rankings. And I just, it honestly just feels like, fuck it. We're doing a ranking and there is no ground rules. Oh, we're just walking all over the place, like throwing okay. out numbers and being like, yo, hey, even further, even further down, you want to get to the real root. There's no, nothing's unified. There's no, there are, yeah. no, there are a lot of single entities, a lot of big streamers, a Whoa. lot of players, a lot of TOs commentator whoever everyone has their own opinion and their own voice there's no one entity saying this is what it is that is the mm -hmm. main that is like the root of the problem is that a lot of people have opinions some of them very good some of them very bad who the fuck knows we're not going to get it all to be one rule set until there is this entity in place and i don't yeah. know how or where or why or how that happens and that's the real problem because everyone mm -hmm. has this argument every fucking week as you see you guys are streamers <laughs> you know it always happens, and then nothing happens, mm -hmm. right? It's Why? Because there's no one here to do anything. Ultimately, that's, that's the actual Nintendo's problem. Fault. Well, that's not what I said. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. You look guys, at Chuck's, you guys, look at you guys Chuck's... can just sit here in silence. Well, look at the banners I, behind I, I Chuck. Mean, yeah, I think I know his opinion. Nintendo hey, man, look at the banner behind me. <laughs> it's King Hearts. I was like, is that King but, Hearts? Is kind of like, yeah. Ultimately, not even, not even them though. Not, not, not even Nintendo. That'd be great. They could totally. That'd be great, the, but not necessarily them. Yeah, the the fact of what happened with the circuits last year, kind of unfortunate. But even then, there's two circuits. You know, a different rule set, slightly different rule sets. Yeah, we just don't have like a main governing body. And even in 2023, people are still trying new and different things. I don't personally know how close TOs are with each other. Um, but it would be nice if, as a competitor, like, like Gavin said, you would go to a tournament knowing what your job is. Uh, albeit, this is only for like a select few of people, you know, probably less than 1% who do see Smash in this way which I think is another problem, quote unquote, they don't see it as as big of an issue as we do because the top 1% experience doesn't matter as much as the 99%, you know? Oh my gosh, we're getting into real life, like, <laughs> rich, like, it's getting, wait, hold on. Hold up. I mean, it's, the main thing to me is, like, unification is the thing that'll solve everything, and 
honestly, even though we had two circuits that were separate, at least it was like, oh, if I'm going to this circuit, this is the rule set. Yeah. You could have so. some kind of structure like that. And I mean, to be honest, Nintendo is not obligated to make a circuit or make competitive uh -huh. Smash. They are a company Definitely. and they're going to invest in the things that make the money. Like competitive mm -hmm. Smash, I highly doubt that it will make Nintendo money when they can just use that money to make another game or whatever, right? So it that that is, in my opinion, it is not on Nintendo at all because they are just a company that makes video games and they're trying to make money. So they, they are not obligated to be like, oh, we're going to make a competitive scene for every single game that oh. we make. There, there's no obligation there, right? And what do they really get for doing that? You know, like exactly. I, whatever. They're That's just a whole being nice. Conversation, another, <laughs> another, whatever. That's a whole nother conversation. But the thing I'll say is, oh, y'all top players just say we're not going to tournaments until we get a unified rule set. All right. Then we don't make oh, money. We don't make broke. crumbs. Has our crumbs turn into nothing? <laughs> oh no! Not, not every top home, player streams. What top player streams right now? Name them. I'll listen. Tweak. Tweak. Okay, one. Hazmat, uh, Void, Mars. Uh, oh, people <laughs> don't even consider me a top player anymore, Has. You're the I second do. most hyped player. What are you talking about? Yeah, but apparently Sonics, I'm not a top player. Sonics, Aaron, uh -huh. Mudays. Uh -huh. I lied about that last one. I don't know if Mudays be streaming. It'd be a great time to take. <laughs> I, they, my, also, so, but they also don't go to every single tournament. So in my opinion, um, as somebody Riddles, who's Pluto. been watching a little more than going, I think a lot of Smash top players' voices don't have as much weight as it could. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't feel like a lot of them are as prevalent on social media outside of being top players, which I think is fine. But I do think uh, ultimately, if, if a lot of top players did decide like, hey, I don't like this rule set, I'm not going to go to it. One, the tournament's still going to run. Uh, and two, the teal's probably not going to care that much. If, yeah. if that's my guess, because it it just kind of gives off that vibe. They're just like, okay, top players aren't going. Like people are still going to my event. Top players aren't necessarily what sells a tournament in terms of entrance right now. Oh, and, I got an idea. Oh, I'm gonna shoot. make I'm gonna make a players union so all the top players can go under my union. There'll oh, be a union no. fee, but. Everyone collectively He's been talking will only, to Phil too much. He's been we talking will only to go to tournaments with five minute timers. So then we can bully all the TOs to do the rule set the top players want. And yeah. And then I get all the union fees and we're good to go. And then I obviously like you know, top players. And the top players get what they want. Well, yes. for me, I want to play against the good players. I want to like fight for yep. rankings. I want to exactly, win. Exactly. Yeah. Like I don't yep. if the rule set's terrible, I'm still gonna show up. Exactly. Oh, Gavin, you scared. No, a lot, a lot of people do feel that way. You get kicked out of the union. Get I'm the tournament's kidding. happening, and there's entrance and or <laughs> a prize pool, like no prize uh, pot bonus. Top top players are gonna go, dude. We don't we don't have the power to pick and choose what tournaments we want to go to. Smash isn't like that rewarding for the top players for that to happen, in my opinion. Yeah, it's fair. fair enough. Well, I got nothing to say. That was a good point, Boyd. I'm sorry. It would be great, but at the end of the day, like, and I felt this way the entire time I've been competing, and it feels kind of shit, but top players are at the mercy of a Teal's rule set. And we don't, like, I've, I've, I've been very vocal about my rule set changes or rule set opinions for years. And even now in 2023, I, I don't feel like it matters. And I, I'd argue I care a lot more about this than... 99% of the top 100 players. I'd argue I'm the top one or the top two. 
you know, because I, I give a shit about this stuff, but it just sucks that it doesn't feel like the TOs care as much as they could, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think we're, we're back at this point where what's the solution, right? And it sounds more like rather than separating more like players and uh, TOs, it's like bonding together, right? Yeah, unifying. Like how do you how do you find a middle ground? Like how, how does this start? How does this happen? There could be like Ooh. a rule set panel. There, there's a lot of different For ways. a fee, for a fee, Charles. I'll control the rule set panel and everyone pays me a fee. <laughs> okay, everyone? So we'll, we'll have that and we'll have the player union. All the players must also pay I... me a fee. And then we'll have a TO union, which they can also pay me a fee and I'll manage that as well. And we'll be good to go. <laughs> we, I think in general, there just needs to be more organization between yeah. what's a season, you know, what, how does this work? And we could try different rule sets, different seasons. Like it doesn't have to one be thing, locked in one time forever, but I would um, like it to be tried. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe we the least ambitious things, unified man. rule set. Mm-hmm. One thing I like Lumi rank, they uh, said they're going to open up rule set, like discussion amongst like top 50 or top hundred players from the last couple of years in their discord going into the next rule set uh or next season and i think that's really important because you know it's great to know what the viewers want but at the end of the day like you want like the people playing in your tournaments to showcase their amazing skill at smash brothers you know you got to worry about that too like one thing i worded on stream once dude i've lost sets because i lose rock paper scissors and with the way the set goes they get the best stage stage one and then stage two, I win. Three, I lose. Four, I win. Five, I lose. Because they go back to stage one. Like, I've lost sets for losing rock, paper, scissors. Not a lot of people have that experience. Or experience, you know? So you got to ask these people how these rule set changes matter. How does it affect the tournament? And what can you do about it? But, like, without that kind of action, like, TOs are just like, yeah, you know, let's just try this out. I like that. That's it. You know? I don't <laughs> feel like that's as good. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think... TOs readily have access to the experiences of top players. And I mean, creating that connection could change a lot of opinions about rule sets, mm-hmm. right? So I, I, I think that initial connection just has to be made, whether it's, you know, Lumi rank having discussions and then getting that data and giving it to TOs and stuff like yeah, that. There, yeah. there just needs to be the, it, yeah. the information yeah. seems like it's out there, but it's not getting to the right people. That's what it seems like. And that's not mm-hmm. no one's fault. No yeah, one yeah. here is getting paid to do this, guys. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's just like that, a community. Again, that's another things. one of the foundational problems, right? And that's right. the other thing, too, is it needs to be a good mix of different people who are all invested for checks and balances. Not for nothing, but I don't trust yes. every top player opinion out there. Agreed. I don't. I would never set. ask late for rule set opinions. Oh, <laughs> I would. That'd be hilarious. Uh, it'd be great <laughs> content. Uh, but there's... There would be a lot of conflicting interests, which ultimately at the end of the day should result in a good rule set because there are so many people who want the tournament to be as good as possible. But the pro- yeah, the, but everything we're talking about right now, it's like, yes, we could do all this and do all this work and do all this shit. Or fuck it, we ball. I'm running my tournament in seven minutes. That's it. Mm-hmm. It's, that's, it is what it is. <laughs> oh, here we are. Cause it's, it's, it's the, if it hit though, but for TOs. <laughs> But it already hit. And it's Giver been, at it's the Invitational was yeah. like, yo, but if it hit, though, like, what yeah. if it was fixed with Hazards on? And Void couldn't oh make it. No, dude. Couldn't make it. Um, I would have done it just off of pettiness. I'm like, I know you guys don't want to play on Hazards on. So you're going to have to hold this. Like, I'm not banning any Hazard stages. I don't care if it's bad for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember making a video on Smash University suggesting a Hazards on rule set. And I was I, like, I actually oh, agree with that. I think the Hazards on rule set is good. I had a breakdown. I was like, there's too many stages like this. 
like that are yep. this distance with this height and like i broke everything down and i don't compete that much in ultimate the games i competed the most in were like brawl and smash 4 but i do have that experience and i also think that's something that teals have too teals have a lot of past experience but you also yeah, want to yeah. mesh it with the current experience of the people that compete and people that are top players right yep. in this game too so you, you want like a mesh of everything but yeah yeah dude and i think i don't know i feel like we're under you ultimate has so many things do you remember the reason why we got rid of hazards on because so many people messed up picking the stages do you remember <laughs> that like that was like the initial no, but that's I the thing with the addition of small battlefield you can have a purely hazards on rule set you don't yep. have to switch anymore you that's why like i think that. it's good you that insanity yeah for, for a while like you have the ps2 of hazards on yeah the issue we ran into which i guess is because it's uh not universal is whenever any of us would go to like any other tournament in the world <laughs> everybody would just go ps2 and we were like bro how do we play on this stage because <laughs> like, yeah. that stage just wasn't even there anymore and there were so many yeah. stages where i was yeah. like what the heck like i forgot it's about like this the, stage. i haven't played it in like four months it's like the banning steve argument like i haven't played against the steve or cause whatever whenever that was happening he's like oh i haven't mm -hmm. played against one in four months so i guess i'm getting farmed it's all good or yeah. smash 4 evo doing customs and it was like well i no one else in the world is playing with customs except for hawaii but hawaii hawaii was playing with customs hawaii was but then everyone else just had to hawaii deal with w. it and learn custom counterplay right just because this really big tournament that wasn't like super connected to the community was like yeah fuck it we're gonna run this like and no one else, like everyone else in the community was like think, what the fuck i think something to like maybe relieve this a little bit is i mean melee still has stage discussions and how they do. Set discussions they still do so it's like even wobbling recently kind of got unified yep and even then it's still up in the air you know mm -hmm. so it's not like we're alone in this and i think it's a, a big part of it too is that smash isn't a game that's built to be competitive like by by its like base kit it's not because there isn't one you don't download the game or buy the game and go i want to play competitively and there's like a rule i guess online there is on elite there there kind of is i suppose hmm. never really thought about that before but there's no like yeah this is street fighter you buy it all right you go into ranked yeah that's how you play it 99 seconds here's the rounds here's how the meter you don't get to like mess with the meter or the health or anything like that it just is what it is smash is like a custom game you know what i mean yes. like there's so many ways yeah. you could play it and like you guys said we're a very small fraction of that so trying to figure it out, it's going to always be a complicated thing, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Something that's funny is, like, I play against, like, someone like Light a lot in different tournaments. And, like, he'll just be like, do you want to, like, since the rule sets are always different, he'll be like, oh, do you want to do this rule set? Like, we'll, like, just, like, agree to something. Gentlemen's to another, like. Because we play, like, and we've played against each other so many times, but we play at different events with different rules. So, like yeah like it's just it's a it's difficult for sure mm -hmm. i think that's ultimately the big thing it is difficult uh i get frustrated and passionate about it but i understand that the answer if the answer was simple we wouldn't be here you know so i'm a fan of not just complaining to complain but complaining to try and find a solution you know i think that is ultimately Agreed. the biggest thing and um i just like to see that a little more like if, if somebody has good solutions i'm not just gonna be like oh my god like you think that's the answer it's like no you know like whoa i didn't consider that like maybe we could try that out or maybe we could try this out like there there is no easy answer and when it comes to rankings rule sets tos like 
amongst let's say like the top player bubble dude the people who make the rules and the people who do the rankings is even smaller than the top player bubble so you know i think the more that this conversation yeah. happens uh will be more of a benefit for everyone involved as long as everyone's civil about it yeah yeah which is also just, another tough part it, it's tough my big thing is just educating more of the public about it you know what i mean mm -hmm. so just when when people do get on twitter at least if they watch this episode or maybe watch some other stuff they're just a, that little bit more educated when they're talking about the topic and stuff like that because discussion is always good and discussion is even better if you did a little bit of research before or yeah. took a little bit of time to see other perspectives of people that have been in community for the years for years or top players that have competed in these conditions and changed all over the place right so i think that's always good and uh I think that's also about all the time we have left for this episode. So it's going to be it for us. We are going to record some bonus content for Patreon. Just going to be a side piece about some of the other video games or other activities we've competed in, whether it be sports or card games or what have you, just because uh, based off of, you know, Void winning the greatest gamer in the world trophy. So greatest gamer. Greatest gamer ever. Yeah. Spice. I mean, uh, did you want to close us out, Void? Tweak? Yeah, uh, tweet go. <laughs> thank you everyone for watching. Uh, thank you to Void for being on the show, and um, yeah, let's get into some bonus content. Thank you so much.